I just thought that everything was, everyone was looking at me and it felt like everyone was sort of closing in on me and it wasn't really the case. Like, for instance, even my mom and my sisters, like I would have took everything out in them because I thought they were sort of like aiming everything at me when they were just trying to help. Welcome to the Include You podcast with me, your host, Ronan Boyle and Niall Cook. And along with us today is a young person from START. Nadine is a participant on our Give and Take START program. The START program is funded by the NI European Social Fund, Department of Economy and the National Lottery Community Fund and is delivered in partnership between Include Youth and Northern Ireland Alternatives. How are you doing Nadine? I'm good, how are you? I'm grand. Great to have you here today Nadine. Thank you. Um, Nadine, just as I said, just relax. It's going to be uh, a few wee questions and then you just we're going to just open the floor to you and hopefully... Whenever we hear your story, it'll motivate a few young people that are listening in. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. So we'll hand it over to Niall, and Niall can ask. So we're going to talk about a wee bit your, um, of your journey. Where would you say your journey starts? Um, definitely when my mum and dad split up. I just had a lot of struggles going on, and things just went a wee bit south, and I just couldn't cope with school and stuff. And I was playing football as well, and I gave that up. And so what age were you then? I was... What year in school do you remember? And uh, I was third year when third everything year. started going. That's about 15, 14? 14, 15 now. Yeah, 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 I would say 14. And what was your, how did this um, obviously break down of the family affect your school experience? Yeah, like obviously when things weren't good outside of school, it sort of brought it into school. And I didn't have really many people to speak to, friends-wise in school and stuff. So it wasn't really beneficial in that way, you know, so school just struggled and struggled and with the pressure of coming up and doing my GCSEs and stuff it just wasn't helping me either too so, much. yeah were, were you like introverted were you like quiet at school yeah so, well I wouldn't say quiet it was loud but <laughs> <laughs> but could you like would people know that you were going through a hard time do you know the way people can hide it hide um, that? no I definitely hid it because right. people thought everything was okay and then yeah. once I left school eventually that yeah. everyone was like, where's she going? <laughs> so that's what they say to you about the, a lot of people with depression. They do hide it well. Yeah. Um, that, the mask effect with the smiley face. Do you ever yeah. say that? take it off at night? And Definitely. <laughs> so you were like, at, were you feeling low at that time? Oh yeah, big time. Like th- through fourth year. So third year this sort of happened. And then fourth year, I sort of took days off school. And mm. then I wasn't going in for days. And then half days, I was Mom, come get me. And oh, yeah. it was just dreadful. Like, I just... And did this end with you leaving school early? Yes, I left school in, I think it was like a week. A week or a month in the fifth year. So I didn't last very long. So fourth year, I was sort of taking days off school. And then fifth year came. I ended up on a reduced timetable. Yeah. Ended up having to sit in sixth year, which really wasn't... Like it was a bit embarrassing. <laughs> so, uh, it's, but you're really young and you're like 16 yeah. and it's like the breakup really affected you. Yeah. So um, you were diagnosed with depression. Yeah, so I was diagnosed with um, severe depression and high anxiety. So well, I think that's how you term it. And it's great that you're talking about this because yeah. a lot of people don't like talking no. about depression. All they think it's... It's the worst thing ever. Do you know when it's yeah. not? It's not. It's, it's not. Like, it can happen not. to anybody. Yeah. And, and that triggered it for you. Yeah. I definitely think you have to go through bad to get to the good. So yeah. I definitely, it's definitely something I keep in my mind when I'm going through stuff, you know, 
you need to go through the bad to get the good. So. Yes, yes, and this is a journey you've been on. Yeah, big time. A lot of people don't turn around. That's why we have you on as well, because we know a lot of listeners, especially ones that go to uh, the programs we deliver and give and take and yeah. start and stuff, can yeah. suffer from mental health issues. Yeah. So this is great. So uh, when you were outside of school, uh, what was going on around that time? Were you not doing any education or...? Um, I ended up through through like the vice principal of my school she was able to help me get into like the education authority were able to give me like private tuition right uh it was in like a library every two days a week i think it was and i was able to do my maths and english through them so i was able to and it was the school sort of the so the the school were supportive the school helped a good bit of the time yeah but but they didn't know everything about you no the personal stuff no so you were, did you achieve any qualifications? Yeah, I got, I got a B in art, a C in English, and a D in maths. But through art, I had to go into school once everyone was left to yeah. be able to. So you had to go in when people weren't there. Was yeah. it, were people the problem or? Um, no, not really. It was just more of seeing anyone I didn't really want to see. And know? what was going on in your head? Yeah. And teachers didn't know that, so yeah. they were probably saying that you underachieved. Yeah. There was one teacher though that really helped me. He was my PE teacher actually, and like I remember, <laughs> I remember on my first day in fifth year, he asked me how I was, and I just cried to him. <laughs> so uh, it just broke down to yeah. him, but he was nothing but helpful. And he actually came to my house and all, and was able to, you know. All... And sometimes it can be the simple things like that, yeah. just asking, "How are you?" Yeah, big time. Did that get Did that get asked a lot during this period? Um. Not really, because nobody really knew that I was suffering. Exactly, and that's my point. Yeah, they thought probably thought you underachieved, but knowing what we know now, yeah, you overachieved. Yeah, definitely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that person that helped you as well. Everybody needs help. Oh, yeah, big time. It doesn't matter. You can't do these things on your own. Yeah. So whenever if somebody reaches out the hand, accept it. Yeah, definitely. So very brilliant. So that's leaving school. And the anxiety had crippled you enough that you actually couldn't be um, with other people. That you had to like do one to one. Yeah, it was sort of like. I just thought that everything was, everyone was looking at me and it felt like everyone was sort of closing in on me when it wasn't really the case. Like, for instance, even my mom and my sisters, like I would have took everything out in them because I thought they were sort of like aiming everything at me when they were it's, just trying to help, you the know. Symptoms of the, yeah. the, the mental health. Yeah. yeah, so like I definitely took a lot out on them, but it sort of, it was very hard when I didn't have a good supportive friends around me either. The network? Yeah. I didn't really have many friends. Like I sort of was there for everyone else, but they weren't there yeah. for me. So that's sort of, I broke ties that's off that way. It's a two-way process, yeah. isn't it? And you find out quick. Yeah, big time. If you can't give somebody something and they're, and they're not around. Yeah. So when was the turning point? When did you start? Um. So I done. I went to during the summer of two thousand and nineteen. I done like another wee program down sort of my way and. I ended up at a women's tech in Belfast and I was able to do a carpentry and joinery OCN level one mm-hmm. and an OCN level one in sports <laughs> and development. But um, yeah, that definitely sort of helped because it was sort of, it was a small group of people, but mm-hmm. I was able to sort of go into it a wee bit You more. had to work on your social side of yeah. things and yeah. meeting people and yeah. stuff like that. So what motivated you to actually go? Because that's the big step. I just sort of needed... I kick up the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's brilliant because a lot of people would like I know people go into the house and don't come out for five years. Yeah, yeah. So you at least you says right, I need to do something here. Yeah, I like I knew that I wasn't going to get. Were, were you lacking motivation up to this point? Yeah, big time. Like 
there was like things like I was playing football like twice a week, you know, things like that. Like I wasn't leaving the house, so I was putting weight on. I wasn't moving. I think the furthest I went was my granny's, which is like two seconds around the, the corner. And the best thing you could have did was probably play the sports. Exactly, for yeah. Your yeah, definitely helped. And then you don't realise it until mm. you stop doing it. So it's sort of like. Because oh. yeah, depression can make you demotivate you for things that you enjoy. Yeah, definitely. So these are things that you wanted to do, but yeah. still couldn't face them. Yeah. That's, that tells a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. For stuff that you really want to do and you don't you do. You don't do it. Mm. Like, I remember it was one Friday night and I had to go up to a leisure centre to play football and I just broke down crying to my coach because I didn't really want to do it. And he came over to me and he didn't know what to say. He was just so confused as to what was going on. But my mum was there and he, she had to explain what was going on. It was just... Yeah, that was just the end of it then. <laughs> so, mm. so. so you weren't still at the stage able to talk about it? Not really, no. Like I, I would, I wouldn't say I've spoke to many people about it. It was more like the doctor, and then it wasn't really easy to get help either because I had to hound the doctor to sort of yeah help me. You know, yeah. like there was times like I went into that place <laughs> crying, and like I would never yeah. be seen crying outside. And but you know what? It's a common theme in a lot of these podcasts. Yeah. That although there's a lot of help out there, it sometimes can be yeah. difficult to get it. Yeah, but um, I, 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 di- I was. Thankfully enough, I got the help. Like, I ended up at Cairns, I think it is. Yeah. yeah. And they helped me. And then it wasn't really helping with what... Because I was sort of being told that I was hormonal. and Right. But that wasn't the case. You know, people don't understand that these things can sort of... You know, yeah, especially uh, parents breaking up, you know. A big time. And yeah. A, a, like, there's an epidemic, without a doubt, because yeah. there's, a, a, there's a lot of uh, GPs that are struggling. Yeah. In, each er- in every town. Yeah. You know, and, and it's there to be seen so I uh, and it's very easy to sweep it under the carpet and say yeah. it's down to oh, stuff like hormones and, yeah. and you know what stuff like that mentally can affect different people yeah. in different ways because you start to believe it after a while you know once you're being constantly told oh you're hormonal or you're whatever else like it's you're starting to think is this normal I know <laughs> is my feelings normal yeah so you found out about start do you yeah. want to talk us through how that all came about yeah so once I left my carpentry and joinery course, I was looking for a job and lucky enough on where I live came up and um, it was just basically make, making pizzas and um, a girl from school that or a girl that I went to school with, she ended up joining and we actually got friendly. I didn't actually like her in school. <laughs> she knows this. So she knows this. And um, yeah, we ended up being friends and she told me about once she left school, she started the start program um, with Sarah and uh, she was able to give me Sarah's number, email and then I emailed Sarah, but I think it went to the junk email <laughs> and um, yeah, she was able to get me going very quickly. So it was it definitely helped, so it did and she was able to point me in the right direction as to you can get qualifications like see like a cv i didn't know how to do a cv yeah. yeah she was able to send me like the layout of it and then i had to write all the waffle that i did and then she she sort of checked over it and yeah that's so it was how, like the employable they said yeah, the things and, and prepping you for work and stuff yeah like that. brilliant but she i used obviously i used that cv towards like the job that i'm yeah, now yeah. in so that and helped. The, was it small groups that she's worked in or one-to-one or well, I only actually met Sarah came to my house to give me work. So, um I didn't actually meet anyone other than Sarah until I done a maths. Like uh, I went to so a maths class. That so approach suited you. So you're yeah. doing your maths as well. Yeah. So you joined Start 
in COVID? Yeah, so I started it during COVID, but I didn't think I could do as much as what I've been offered to do. Yeah. So did they, the, was that through Zoom and through one-to-one meetings? And um, stuff like one-to-one that? meetings, yeah, right, with brilliant. Sarah. So definitely. So like, Sarah's the. She's the hero. So how how, <laughs> how has Sarah and uh, the start team helped you? Um, there's so many things like see even like it, I always say about the CV I didn't know how to and I was always like mom I don't know how to write one mm-hmm. but she like Sarah gave me the layout I was able to write everything that I had done or I have done mm-hmm. you know qualification wise and talk about me and then yeah but so, and, and <laughs> it and definitely that, all came and you together you have to sell yourself and a lot of people hate doing that yeah hate, no yeah. bombing yourself up yeah, it, definitely. Say, these are things that are important and Sarah and all would have been shown yet yeah. and are you close to the start office um no i'm about i would say 45 minutes away so lucky enough i drive so Uh So (laughs) yeah so i'm able to so when did you pass your test september 2020 that's brilliant so were you still 17 yep so you're just legally allowed to drive when you got your test yeah well i lucky enough i had my test cancelled like twice i think so i like got sweeped in there very so uh nadine what are you doing now and What's your hopes for the future? Are you are you still with Start or? Yeah, I'm still with Start and I'm doing my miles, but I'm also working full time. So. Oh, you're full time employed. Yeah, now. yeah. No, just actually got word last week that I came full time, so it was actually good to hear because everything was going mm-hmm. sort of good and then uh, that. And how is full time work? Have you started? Yeah, yeah, it's really good. I I actually really enjoy it and I get. So like, has Start paid? Does. Start built your confidence and motivation yeah. now that you can hold down a full time yeah. job. And it's good knowing that I'm able to do miles as well. Yes. Why doing yeah. employment? Because usually if if it was like the likes of tech, I would have to do a yeah. night course, which you know So the start team don't pull away no, because you're in no, employment. They give me like they give me time and there's nothing rushed. They're, it's Brilliant. all relaxed. Like I don't feel pressured to get it done, you know, like they they work around yeah. me rather than me working around yeah. them sort of thing. Yeah, it definitely helps. So Nadine, that's, this is unbelievable because if you think about where you came from yeah. and, and the depression and, yeah. and the mental health issues and the breakup of the family breakdown and school not working and things going on in your personal life, from going from there, yeah. which was only a few years ago in my clock, yes. <laughs> it's only yeah. a few years ago, like three, four years ago, yeah. and then today you've got your driving license, yeah. you're working full time, yeah. you're in part time education, yep. and you, what about the, fo- the football? I'm back at it too. And yeah. you're back at the football, yeah. so it's a full uh, circle. Yeah. Uh, coming from not being able to go into a classroom with people and mm-hmm. wanting to be after hours so you're yeah. on your own, like it's a, it's, it's a massive change yeah, and it's a definitely. massive turnaround and you your confidence has grown. And yeah, like every day I'm work, I'm speaking to everyone. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't have been, like I would have been like, oh my goodness, they're looking yeah. at me. <laughs> Where like I would, I can like now I go, hiya, how are yeah. you? You know, Pass like yourself. start a conversation. Like That's a skill, it's isn't, an isn't issue. it? Yeah. That's so them social skills and yeah. the, like we're all youth workers and a lot of times people don't see the importance in youth work but yeah. we're all about relationships we're all about flexibility engaging yeah. people and stuff like that so if you were talking to any young people listening now that maybe were in the situation mm-hmm. you're in yeah what would you say to them um i would definitely say that like you're once you're going through bad things don't think it's the end like you need to keep pushing yourself as hard as it is at the time but positives definitely come out of it, like big time come out of it, because like I sort of use me as an example. If my friends are going through something, you know, like I was really like down, I'm really down, and 
my mom was the sort of only person that sort of seen that but you definitely need to keep pushing yourself to be able to achieve what you want <laughs> just just listening to your story nadine one of the takeaways for me was when you were really down a lot of people didn't know anything about you yeah because you weren't talking about it no would you tell young people now to talk about it yeah but like i definitely think i don't know how like when i was going through the stuff the doctors didn't really help yes i feel like my family helped me a lot I would say speak out to anyone you feel comfortable with. Like, it doesn't have to be a doctor. It doesn't have... You know, if yeah. somebody's there and just they're asking load. you, yeah. I definitely think you should just like, let it good. go. Let it go. And even what helped me a lot was I bought a book. Um, in that book, I wrote everything down. And like I still have it. Yeah, I still have it. And it's not it's not done. Like, I still... To this day, yes. I still write in it. And it may not be, like, often, but... I think last time it was like last year I wrote in it. Great but any time I'm great advice, and we're not we're 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 all still work in progress, yeah, aren't we? Yeah. And, and if the, if you were struggling again, would you look back on that journal? You know, is it a is it a guide as well as? Yeah, I think now I would read back on it and think like how far I've came. Yes. You know, like right. it's definitely good to help. And I always say like if any of my friends are going through something or my sisters for instance like i'll say buy a book or write something down and then you don't have to keep it you can burn it you can throw it in the bin you can rip it up like you can even get therapeutic out yep. of it you know yes. like because you're ripping it up and you're throwing it away yeah. sort of thing that's so it. like i've somebody walks the walk and then that's what we always say about the evs i think you'd be perfect for expert yeah. by experience we include you young people working with people that's went through what they went through yeah yeah. And aren't getting paid. You know, <laughs> that seems to be for young people. You're doing this yeah. for free. Yeah. They help me. Yeah. So you can help people. Yeah. I definitely think, like, I think hearing, like, at the time, I didn't know, like, I sounded, I felt like I sounded very silly when I was, like, trying to say my, how I was feeling because, like, let's be honest, like, loads of people's parents have split up. Yeah. But I've never ever heard somebody else's sort of experience like that. And it's sort of, it sort of helped when I listen to myself back or like in my book, you know, I'm yeah. able to sort of say like, I've came far. Yes, like, and, you and, and, and as you say, that's <laughs> the breakup that everybody's individual. Yeah, Think, exactly. And yeah. What can affect one person might not affect other. Uh, and when you look back in your journal now, it rationalise it for you. Yeah. You can understand. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. But like even like the silliest things, for instance, like if a, me and my mum fell out or something or my sisters, I would have wrote that down because it was bothering me in my head. Like I would have overthought it at the time and constantly went on and on in my head. And then I just, I would have maybe cried while I was writing it. And I wouldn't have cared if it was neat or, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, like, I do art as well. So art sort of is a wee bit You're of, creative. Yeah. So, like, I would have maybe drew things or not, like... So it was bad form you were scribbling? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was just like... <laughs> not staying on the lines. Yeah, basically. <laughs> That's brilliant. This is brilliant. Yeah. And, as I say, hopefully young people listening to it will get yeah, inspired by you. Yeah, because you did really well and it is inspiring and there's a lot of helpful tips for young people in there going through similar things and as you say a lot of young people's parents break up every day all across Northern Ireland and the more people that can hear this the better yeah brilliant but uh, especially when I was like with the doctor they always advised me like the likes of Childline and Lifeline and I wasn't comfortable speaking to people, so yeah. that's why I did do the the drawing yep. or the yes. writing down. Therapeutic the, for yeah, because it speaking over the phone really wasn't helpful at the time because of obviously the anxiety and stuff. And I was like, oh my god, I'm speaking to a stranger. <laughs> so uh, because a lot of people just tell you to talk, and it's just yeah, not it's that not easy. As easy. It's just it's not, not as easy. It's no, just talk. Not. And this is why this is important to get you talking on this because there's people that sit there and go, how does how is she doing it? Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and because they're in their room and they don't want to leave it. No, yeah. and it's you know yourself, it's small steps. Yeah. 
and and you have to keep fighting. Yeah. And even if it's not enjoyable at the start and it's not nice, yeah. but ultimately, I definitely think like for instance, like the first job at the carpentry and joinery, it sort of made me experience like that was pushing me over my limit. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it, so I yeah. left it. It's not the end of the world. Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? I like, know. And you know what? When you said that earlier, <laughs> it seemed like an extreme step going from yeah. you know anxiety, depression yeah. to out with lads yeah. on a, a course with yeah, joinery. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. But that was brilliant. And yeah. as, yeah. as I say, the, uh, you're you've hit the nail on the head there yeah. i think it doesn't matter what you can if you can try stuff people think it's failure yeah. you have to feel yeah they you find have out to what you the, like yeah definitely and, and, and they learn yeah trial and error yeah, yeah. because Brilliant. like the jobs like it definitely like i was like oh my goodness i don't have any money or it's not the end of the world like you know you've no. if you have support there and stuff like yeah. definitely people are going to help you and, and obviously some people don't have that but like it you, you just need to push yourself a bit like it took me a month to get the next job yeah. but I was still constantly looking and you know applying and yeah you just sort of have to keep your mind healthy at the same time mental wealth yeah you have mental wealth yeah <laughs> nice one now <laughs> well that's brilliant brilliant Nadine yeah. lovely to have you here today Thank I you. hope a lot of people hear your story it's very inspiring yeah um, thanks for coming Thank definitely you. Thank, thank you, you very much me. bye bye <laughs>